Is this the romantic ending you were hoping for? Look, that was a tricky situation. All right, the lights, the people watching. If, if it hadn't been for all that, I, trust me, I, I would have I set her world on fire. No way. You didn't even start the fire. Oh, no. Nancy Reagan, preschool Chris, Nosy Valley, young Lois, German guy, lots of dogs, Arthur Valentine. We didn't write an ending, so we're all together trying to make it better. They didn't write an ending, but what the heck, I still take the check, the check, the check. Let's go with Christopher Bonanos. I think he's in just the hate camp, and I'm just going to say 120. You've got it exactly right. We're all in agreement it's a stupid song, and you don't know why you like it. Now, quite frankly, I, Alana, I don't even know whether you like it. Well, yeah, I, I'm not sure either. I don't I'll know what you, it is about this song. I know what it is, okay? This song hooked you really early in the song because the second name he mentions is Doris Day, and I feel like that is your wheelhouse. You got that right, sweetie. There must be a boy. There must I got a funny feeling he's gonna start a fucking war or something. I'm not sure yet, you know, but I, you know, but you know what I want you to do? Who's this guy? Who's this guy? Okay, so let's go to this part of the show that we call "Who the fuck is this guy?" <laughs> which yes, our long-standing part of the show, <laughs> which I took from the movie Casino, where Joe Pesci has to cover his mouth and he's in the tube because the, the FBI is reading his lips. And some guy comes by, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> and that's what we're talking about. We just chose, we're not going through every lyric, everybody, but we chose the ones we didn't know and didn't know until today <laughs> when we may have looked it up. And let's see how similar we are. So Johnny Ray, I just looked him up, right? Yes, and he was a pop singer. I mean, some people say he discovered rock and roll. I don't know. I listen to some of his stuff. It's absolutely awful. Apparently, this guy was very huge in 1949, like only, and then it was over. Now, there is a clip that you, if you want to be appalled and disgusted and, oh, my God, maybe thank God for what's happened in this planet <laughs> this guy is the creepiest motherfucker i have ever seen he is on the merv griffin show in 1977 as an older man and merv griffin's praising the crap out of him he's like i saw this guy back then it was amazing and he comes out and he does the creepiest thing i've ever seen he starts singing and he goes into the audience and just starts kissing these three girls and he stops the song and it is so creepy this is dave just got telling you it's creepy you understand folks i mean that's creepy i was watching that is creepy like, yeah see and i'm like oh my god i need everybody to watch that that watch that thing so now the fact billy joel should actually be canceled for putting him in uh this song so maybe the song is finally over yeah he should not have platformed him that's all i had for that stanza obviously new Harry Truman and Doris Day. I understood Red China, South Pacific. Of course, I knew because that's a musical. Yes, I had heard of Walter Winchow. Everybody knows Joe DiMaggio, and in another classic song, this Joe DiMaggio character certainly knew Joe McCarthy and Richard Nixon. I figured a Studebaker was a car. I know what television is. <laughs> I'm familiar with North and South Korea and Marilyn Monroe, so I was good except for that one. Okay, so the one that I really had no idea was was the last one in this stanza, Santayana Goodbye. Oh, yeah. No, I got that one, too. Absolutely not. And I looked it up. Apparently, Santayana is the guy who did that song Smooth with Rob Thomas. 
That you got it all backwards, you dumb idiot. Black Magic Woman. <laughs> Oye oh, Komo Ba. He's good. He was a real hitman, and he uh, he was at Woodstock. Yeah. No, it turns out that Santayana was a philosopher who died in 1952, and he's known for some phrases such as "those who cannot remember the past are condemned to repeat it," which is actually very appropriate for this song. But I feel like. If you're naming like major events that took place during this time period, a guy who just happened to die in 1952 that probably did all of his best work 40 years earlier is really not does not belong in this song. Well, this is where Christopher Monano puts in the narcissistic part, because that's what this is. I'll put up a philosopher as well, but maybe, you know, Billy studied him in school. Perhaps this particular philosopher, he was he wrote some poetry maybe this for billy joel again narcissistically made him a better lyricist yeah hey maybe that's the only thing i could think of uh i would have preferred if you're doing philosophers i prefer the stand-up philosopher comicus from history of the world part one (laughs) (laughs) occupation stand-up philosopher what stand-up philosopher i coalesce the vapor of human experience into a viable and logical comprehension. Oh, a bullshit artist. Did you bullshit last week? No. Did you try to bullshit last week? Yes. Comicus! 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 So I didn't know. So I know the Rosenbergs. I knew H-Bomb, obviously, Sugar Ray, Boxer, but Pan Panjomin. It's funny that I... If I do the song, I can pronounce it perfectly. Pan Rosenberg's Moon H-Bond, Sugar Ray, Pendrum. No, I guess I can't. Pan I can't. Moon Jam. Pan Moon Jam. What's the matter Pan with me? Moon Jam. Do it. I, so, yeah, I just found out what that was. I had no idea what that was. And apparently it was the location of peace talks for North Korea and South. No, North Vietnam yeah. and South Vietnam? No, North Korea, Korea, South Korea. North Korea yeah. and South Korea. It was a place of peace talks. I mean, I guess, you know, certainly in the 50s. I know less and I have nothing, you know, in the 80s, I understand anything. I know Brando, I know the King and I know the musical. We don't understand the catcher in the rye Eisenhower vaccine was interesting. Well, I've seen a couple of those reveal ones where people are watching. They never heard the song and they all stop it. Vaccine. Wow. (laughs) Isn't that cool? I didn't realize that was the vaccine for polio. He's talking about which now people won't take because they're idiots. Of course, Don't that's that's the vaccine. And how cool is it? He's got England's got a new queen, and now that's kind of relevant. That's fascinating. England's got a and new. That was queen. still relevant all the way till last year. That Isn't was still that an accurate, unbelievable. Thing. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, maybe I don't I know mean, who it, Mar- Oh, Marci- who's Marciano? Oh, that's uh, a boxer. boxer. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Right. You must be out of your goddamn mind, Joe Lewis, the greatest boxer ever lived. I'll be with you boys in a minute. He was bad at Clay. He bad in Sugar Ray. He bad in that. Who that? You, the new boy. Mike, Mike, Mike Tyson. Look like a bulldog. He bad in him, too. He whipped Mike Tyson's ass. He whipped all their asses. What about Rocky Marciano? Oh, there they go. There they go. Every time I start talking about boxing, a white man got to pull Rocky Marciano out their ass. That's the one. That's the one. Rocky Marciano. Rocky Marciano. Let me tell you something wonderful. Rocky Marciano was good. But compared to Joe Lewis, Rocky Marciano ain't shit. He beat Joe Lewis's ass. That's right, he did whoop Joe Lewis' ass. Joe Lewis was 75 years old when he fought. I don't know how old he was, but he got his ass whooped. 
Joe Lewis had come out of retirement to fight Rocky Marciano. The man was 76 years old. Joe Lewis always lied about his age. He lied about his age all the time. One time, Frank Sinatra comes out here and sat down in this chair. And I said, Frank, you hang out with Joe Lewis. Just between me and you, how old is Joe Lewis? You know what Frank told me? He said, hey, Joe Lewis, 137 years old. 137 years old. Oh, man, you ain't never meet no Frank Sinatra. Fuck you. Fuck you and fuck you. Who's next? LeBron if you think of the whole list, I, I mean, how many people here were even still alive? I, mean, I don't even know. I haven't even thought about this. But Doris Day just died. No, but like now. So like, who oh, is now. the most recent one to still live? And Doris Sugar. Day just died. Um, and the Queen just died. Is Sugar Ray Robinson still alive? I don't think so. I feel like he is. Sugar Ray Leonard is still alive. Oh, that's who I'm thinking of. <laughs> You're right. They're still in North and South Korea. So that's something. Yeah, Sugar Ray Robinson died in 1989. Right, okay. Perfect timing. Yeah, that is perfect timing. This could have been the cause of it. So I got a whole bunch in 1953. I knew Joseph Stalin, but I didn't know who Melenkov was. I didn't know he succeeded him. Yeah, I did me. Yeah, I didn't know Nasser. I knew and, him. And, and I didn't know that he was... This guy loves the Suez Canal stuff that he's involved with the Suez Canal, which comes up later. And I had no idea who Prok- Prokoviev is. Prokoviev. Prokoviev. Prok- yeah, so Prokofiev was a composer. Prokofiev, thank you. And uh, he, I put him down also because he was another one, just like the last one, Santayana, who was just like a guy who died. But all of his famous stuff was from years and years earlier. So why was this noteworthy at all? Well, this makes sense because, quite frankly, I didn't realize this was a guy. This is the guy who wrote a, a couple of ones that I remember as a kid myself. So it's possible Billy Joel had this. You know, everybody had that Peter and the Wolf album. Yeah, my you know, grandfather the, used to play that for me. We got it played for us, too. Yeah. So I guess in that sense, you know, maybe it's a childhood memory. And that Peter Wolf music, I mean, like everyone, every kid knows it. You know, mm-hmm. so that's interesting. We knew the Rockefellers, but he was actually he got that one wrong because the Rockefeller he was talking about didn't come out to like the eight uh, something. I don't know something about that wrong. I didn't know who Campanella was, but then when I heard it was Roy Campanella, I knew it was a sports figure. Yep. I didn't even know what the communist block was. Like I didn't understand which one they were t- i didn't know they were talking about germany mm. and roy Cohn, i only knew from the play angels in america because he was depicted as you know having aids and being a lawyer for all these people i think he oh, was yeah um, yeah he's, he was working with joe mccarthy I mean, he seemed like kind of a douchebag but he's good in angels in america <laughs> like i mean whoever plays him in angels in america i had no idea who juan peron was well, it's somewhat related to a musical, so you should know. Like, Avita is his wife. Oh, is that the Avita one? Is because yeah. he's from Argentina? Yeah. Don't cry for me, Argentina. The truth is I never left you. Or through my wide days, my mad existence, I kept my promise. Your distance. I, oh, so there is a South America. I said before he had no South America. He has one. Ah, ah. I didn't know who Tuscanini was. It's a pasta. Uh, no, it's not. I didn't know Dacron. Did you? Yeah, that was another one I wrote down. And apparently it is the DuPont brand of polyester. <laughs> he loves that shit, right? Didn't he mention that in uh, 
still rock and roll to me. I mean, he's got a whole album called the nylon curtain. So this oh, guy yeah, loves ooh. his fabrics. <laughs> and I definitely, you must have this too. I have no idea what Dien Bien Fu Falls was at all. I thought it was Summer Highland Falls. <laughs> but I looked it up. It's a French Vietnamese camp that fell because it you know, falls and led to the creation of North and South Vietnam. So it's actually Dien Bien Phu is the name of the place. Falls. And then falls. I had no idea. I was with you that it's like, oh, it must be like a nice, a lovely place like Summer Highland Falls. Right? See, this would have been a good trivia to be like, what are the two falls? that uh, Billy Joel mentions in songs. One of them is Summer Highlands. What's the other one? And then it would have been <laughs> yeah, like no. the worst trick question of all time. <laughs> Do you um, want to go to the Einstein one? The, you're pretty good in that one. Einstein, James Dean, Brooklyn's Got a Winning Team. <sighs> Davy Crockett, Peter Pan, Elvis Presley, Disneyland. Bardot, we knew that was Bridge Bardot. Budapest, I didn't really understand. I but mean, I figured there was some unrest there. I didn't know that was the... Hungarian Revolution. I, and I think Rochelle Rochelle traveled through it at one point. <laughs> are you making? Are you doing a Seinfeld thing? Yeah. Well, you made a long journey from Milan to Minsk. Rochelle Rochelle. <laughs> you never stopped hoping. Now you're in the pinsk. When the naysayers neighed, you picked up your pace. You said nothing's gonna stop me, so get out of my face. <laughs> I'm having adventures all over the place. Rochelle Rochelle. Oh. What do you think? Oh, okay. Oh, because is that what she says? You've been to, is that the song? Well, she goes from Milan to Minsk, but you got to figure Budapest was probably along the way. Oh, that's funny. I didn't even understand the Alabama. I mean, I assumed it was some sort of racist thing, but I didn't realize that was a 50s thing. I mean, I knew Khrushchev was some Russian dude, and I certainly knew Princess Grace, and I didn't know Peyton Place was a book i thought it was a tv series yeah me too this is the continuing story of peyton place starring dorothy malone as constance mckenzie warner anderson as matthew swain ed nelson as michael rossi and mia farrow as allison mckenzie i kind of remember the suez canal thing but i didn't know it was before my time well, the best part about the trouble in the Suez, it's one of the very few, uh, we can call them body of water references that he has in this song. Oh, his favorite. He he showed a lot of restraint. We really only have that. We could say the Bay of Pigs, you right. know, it's a bay, and then Bridge on the River Kwai River. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. So here and there. Okay, the next verse. Now we start with Little Rock. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's another civil rights one. I didn't know that until today. Yeah. I had no idea. Uh, Pasternak. What is that? I don't know, actually. Uh, Pasternak, and again, only looked this up today because that was one of mine, too. He wrote Dr. Shivago. Boris oh. Pasternak. Had no idea. That was the book before it became a big movie in the 60s. I still haven't seen it. Okay. Mickey Mantle, obviously. Jack Kerouac. Sputnik. We all know that. Chow and Lai. I don't know what that is. I didn't write that I don't one know. down. That is the, pr- the premiere of the People's Republic of China. Oh, Okay. Bridge on the River Kwai, I've heard of that. Lebanon, right. stuff happened there. Yeah, Charles de Gaulle, some unrest. Some unrest. Charles de Gaulle, <laughs> French French uh, Prime Minister. California baseball, that's the Dodgers again. Right. Starkweather homicide, I looked this one up. This was interesting. Yeah. Uh, this guy, Charles Starkweather, he was like 19, and his 14-year-old girlfriend went on a killing spree of 11 people and two dogs in Nebraska. Wait, wait, wait. 
his 14 year old girlfriend went on a killing. I thought he killed his 14 year old. Oh, I read it wrong. He killed her family. But supposedly he told her that they were being held hostage and that she had to come with him. But he had already killed them. Oh, oh, she didn't kill them. She didn't. But then again, she seemed like she kept denying all these murders when they were oh, on trial. I see. And he kept I thought you no, said she, she I thought you said she killed him. Them. No, she says that he did all the killing. He said, no, she killed some of these people, too. And so he got the electric chair. She got a life sentence, but she got paroled after 17 years. So she's been free for quite a while. now. She's still alive. I think she's still alive. Oh, my goodness. It, you, this isn't what uh, the guy who did platoon is based on. Uh, uh, dirt, uh, killers, uh, natural born killers. It reminded me of that, but I don't think it is. But when I heard the story, I was like, that feels just like that movie. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, the last one, Children of Thal- Children of Thalidomide, which uh, yeah, I, I know what it is now because I've always looked it up because I always thought that was a very interesting one. Uh, it's just this drug that they would pre- prescribe to pregnant women to treat morning sickness, and it ended up causing horrible birth defects, including yeah. like. Def- like born with nubs on your arms or tiny heads. Oh, that makes okay. My mother used to take that. Then that makes sense of why I look it, like this. Yeah, there like, you go. I looked it up today too, and it's still a huge. Now it fixes some cancer, and it does all this good. People are still taking it. You just can't take it if you're pregnant. Yeah, if you're a chemo patient, that you could take it for treatment of your, I guess, of like, like nausea and stuff. But you don't. I was fascinated take it if you're by pregnant. that. I was fascinated that it was still around. I thought that you know it was to pure evil. Babies of thalidomide. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. I had the uh, uh, Buddy Holly Ben Hur Space Monkey figured Mafia. I didn't exactly know what he was talking about. I mean, I was like, no, the Mafia, but which part of the mafia was he talking about and he was talking about do you know about this they had like a get-together all the five families it's called the appalachian meeting trial or something and yeah they like right right it's like a getting together the five families something but they mention it in goodfellas you know ray liotta says it he says it was a glorious time before appalachian for crazy joe gallo took on a mob boss and started a war you know so, so i guess i guess it was a huge thing it was a glorious time the wise guys were all over the place. It was before Appalachian and before Crazy Joe decided to take on a boss and start a war. It was when I met the world. It was when I first met Jimmy Conway. He couldn't have been more than 28 or 29 at the time, but he was already a legend. Now he'd walk in the door and everybody who worked the room just went wild. He'd give the doorman a hundred just for opening the door. He'd shove hundreds in the pockets of the dealers and all the guys that ran the games. I mean, the bartender got a hundred just for keeping the ice cubes cold. I knew Hula Hoops, Castro. I didn't know Edsel is a no-go until today. Didn't realize that was some form of Ford Motors knockoff or something. It was, like a, it was just a, a car line that just didn't, wasn't successful. I definitely didn't know you too. I, I was like, wait a minute. That timeline doesn't work at all. You too, Bon Jovi. <laughs> yeah, that really threw me off. I didn't know it was a spy plane that was shot down over the Soviet Union. Yeah. And there's that guy, Singman Rhee, who was uh, the leader of South Korea. And I didn't understand Belgians in the Congo, but apparently they were uh, trying to change. They were there. <laughs> so when, when he says Belgians in the Congo, that's a reference to the Belgians in the Congo. <laughs> that's uh Reminds me of the Woody Allen movie, Stardust Memories. And they're like, what do you think his car represented? What do you think his Mercedes represented? I think it represented his car. 
Oh, wait, Belden's in the Congo. That's an, that's an Africa reference. So I was wrong also there. He hit Africa too. He's oh, doing good. see? He's doing good. So this is, the, then I'm pretty. Yeah, I, I don't have many other ones that I've, uh, that I didn't know after that. I didn't know Ole Miss. And then I found out today it's another black student busing problem again. Yeah, and I thought it was, I figured it was like a football thing. I thought it was. I oh, thought that they, too. When they won the Rose Bowl. Yeah. And, and I didn't British know politician sex. I didn't know that that was a specific incident. I didn't know that either. Did you look up that girl? She was kind of sexy back then. Yeah. No, Christy I didn't. Taylor, this guy, uh, I guess he was just like a senator and whatever they call them in Britain. John Profumo had an affair with this Christine Keeler. And I guess the more digging they did, she was like a showgirl. But the more digging they did, it's really funny. They just found out. I think she's just a prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, that was fun. It was fun to look up all this stuff today. And again, Liston beats Patterson. I actually didn't know that was a boxing because that's Sonny Liston, I guess. But I didn't think about it until I was looking at the words that that's right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I always all I know about Sonny Liston is that he was the champ who Muhammad Ali beat to win his first title. But I guess this is before that. OK. Yeah, that's that's pretty much then it just goes into actually it goes into the exact year I was born. So I knew everything from after that. And and I will tell you, my favorite, I think my favorite lyric in the song is Megan Reagan Palestine. I love that. It's got a good flow. Right? Megan Reagan Palestine. Terror on, Terror the, on the airline. airline. Oh, there's Ayatollah. In a, oh, you said Idi Amin. That's right. Ayatollah Asahola. <laughs> oh, that's so great. Wheel of Fortune, you know. Again, in the 80s, Wheel of Fortune was so huge. And I remember being in college and people were obsessed. You're sitting there and like they found a new way to play Hangman. And this is what we're doing. And there is your answer to why this song is popular. There's just no rhyme or reason. But on some days, you're just going to hit it with a new. And when I say new version of Hangman, it's the exact same version of Hangman. They just found a hot girl to turn over the letters. And now it's, they don't even turn them over. She presses a button. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, the whole thing. I mean, you could not get away with her just doing that. And the and the big thing after, you know, five years and they're trying to still make it relevant. Like, what will Vanna wear tonight? And now we will officially welcome her. Please do that for Vanna White. Vanna! <laughs> Do we know how to pick a hostess, I ask you, ladies and gentlemen. Congratulations and welcome. Thank you. You're I am very excited and happy to be part of Wheel of Fortune. That's right. And this is a family you will soon grow to know and love, uh, except for a couple of the uncles who we won't, we won't talk about. <laughs> anyway, it's good to have you here. And you're going to be over at the letter board, and we'll be talking at the end of the show. And as the days and weeks and years, NBC Willing goes on, okay? All right. All right. Vanna White, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. I mean, it's an embarrassment for all of us. <laughs> and now, you know, I think her daughter's been doing it. Really? Yeah, which is really unbelievable. Family business. But this is the one where he does the uh, mostly New York stuff. You know, the Bernie Getz and the hypodermics on the shore. That's more. Yeah, Bernie Getz must have felt great. He must have felt like, hey, not bad. <laughs> yeah, well, it's funny that there's still Bernie Getz shit going on right now. So it's still yeah, big that's news. Right. Very relevant. 
Yeah. And then everyone always makes fun of the last line, rock and roll or cola wars. I can't take it anymore. Like that's what he can take after all <laughs> yeah, this. Right, right. After all this, that's what he can't. I've had cola it. Wars. Are you Pepsi versus Coke? That that does it. Won't you gentlemen have a Pepsi? I'm flipping this table in my music video. <laughs> oh, that's another thing I have to tell you that. So me and Danny Vermont were traveling from somewhere. I think we were doing a gig and my car died. We um, got it somehow pushed to this place. I'll never forget. These guys were really creepy that were helping us, whatever is going to be. But there was no way it could be fixed until the morning because, you know, we didn't. I don't know. We didn't have cell phones. We didn't know what we were doing. But I think I must maybe I called my parents. I, I don't remember what I did, but I know it wasn't going to be fixed till the morning. So we had to get a hotel room. I mean, this is like in a fucking movie, you know, like, yeah, <laughs> do, do people have to do that anymore? I don't know. I think you could just call an Uber and I guess go home. But it just wasn't a thing. And there was no cell phone. So we didn't know what to do. So we went to a hotel room and played this song over and over again just trying to reenact the turning of the table over again and we were <laughs> jumping from bed to bed i don't even think we were high we were just having an awesome time somehow listening to this song in the hotel room jumping from bed to bed and then pretending to throw the table over where i can't take it anymore and we were laughing so hard I don't know what happened. And then the playlist changed and Uptown Girl came on and Dave started <laughs> unbuttoning his shirt. And no, Danny was like, what no. the hell is happening? <laughs> I don't I don't think I that can't happened, stop. But... I don't know. Why. <laughs> no, it's just this song just made me so happy. I'll never forget that look from the kid to the left and the at the top of the, the up and to the left, like in that grassy knoll. And and he was just staring at me. He's like, you're on, buddy. You know, when we we're at the Boston Garden or wherever we were seeing him and dancing like that old man in the World Trade Center, like babies <laughs> up the lid of mine, even though this is a young Dave Jessica, I've always been an old man. And man, this song just does it for me. And I will never know why. Welcome here in, in Countdown in the studio. Thank you. It's an honor to have you sitting right next to me. Thank you. About your new single, We Didn't Start the Fire. It's 40 years of history. And then when I started listening to it, it's pretty heavy. Didn't you get some criticism from your fellow Americans that say, whoa, uh, Billy, isn't this going too far? No, everybody likes the song in the States, as far as I know. I haven't seen anything bad yet. Nah. Thank you very much. It's time for the top 10. Okay. And it's all yours. Okay, let's start with number 10. It's Randy Crawford knocking on Heaven's Door. With Eric Clapton on the guitar. All right. Number nine. Is share if I could turn back time. Wait, wait. Why didn't you put her in in, in your song? Because she's always in the news, always doing something Who? strange. Share. Why didn't I? Yeah. I only had four and a half minutes. <laughs> I know, but maybe share is a short <coughs> name. Uh, Marilyn Monroe. Okay. Okay. And number three. This guy's a friend of mine, Richard Marks. He He'll sings on the album. Soon. Yeah. He he does. Yeah. He's what singing number? on Stormfront and on uh, That's Not Her Styles. Richard Marks is singing with me. Whoa. That's, yeah. That's good to know. And his song is right here waiting. Yeah. Number one. Number one is Millie Vanilli with The Girl I'm Gonna Miss You. What do you think of them? I like some of this stuff. You do? Yeah. That's good. Billy, thank you very much for being here. We'll see you later on okay. the stage with your new number. All right, thank you. Thank you.
Well, Dave, as you can guess, this song has been played live a lot. I actually wasn't positive. It really has. It is the ninth most played song. 602 plays. It's the highest song. It's the only song in the top 10 from later than the Nylon Curtain. Wow. And that's so, on that album. Allentown is higher uh, on the list than this is. Obviously, he was playing it on that tour. So that was played all the time. So my question, I guess, is did he also play it during the River of Dreams tour? Oh, I guess he did because we know because it's on that stupid My Lives thing on the DVD. Plays it at every concert. Yeah. I don't I don't think he ever really took a break from it. So what I wanted to look up was when did it become an encore song? Oh, good. And so it seems like the first time he did that was in August 2013 at the Paramount in Huntington, New York. And he did it for a while. And then he stopped when the residency started in 2014, where Billy was placing it in the playlist was kind of late in the set after Highway to Hell, because he was doing a lot of ACDC covers back then. Don't ask. And before River of Dreams. So it was right in that bathroom break time. (laughs) And then the first time on the residency when he actually did it in an encore was June 2015. And it pretty much is always there, except for some reason in August 2017, he opened the show with it. Really? That's fun. Wow. Now, yeah, I don't think he opened it uh, when it came out. Yeah, he was saving it up because it's a number one. It's just so funny. This is the one, you know, what's the one? It's still rock. No, what's the, the other number one uh, is still rock and roll to me. Is that the wait? What's the number? Oh, tell the her other? about it. No, no, no. The other one from Glass Houses. I don't know. You're you're the one in charge of all the number ones. I don't know what did what. Well, there's only three. I mean, what's the, what, the one from Glass Houses that he does in the encore also? Uh, I just can't. I, you may be right. No, no. It's it's still rock and roll to me. I think is the other number one. Is that the it? other one? Mm. Why don't we know this? This is weird. Nobody cares. And and just uh, just the way you are. Do you only want this? Yes. It's the rock and roll. They peaked at number one. When you hear that, you know, like that opening, you get so excited. The bongos. I mean, it's like so weird. I know. I never get it. The instrumentation of this song is like, it's like, what am I hearing? I don't know that I like it. And I don't like the chorus that it's got the high pitched voices. I wish it was just Billy's voice. I want to see him do a stripped down like version of this and not all of this 1989. I got something for you. That's weird. Let the video for a second. I mean, we pro- we haven't talked about it because there's no need to talk about it because it really blows. Once again, it just blows. It's the same and, video he's been doing for 10 years at this point. Yeah. Same video. Obviously what he decided to do was, and I feel like it just could have been better. Obviously it could have been a double take. He makes, the, <laughs> he makes the worst videos and it all takes place in a kitchen over the years, which made a hell of a lot of sense. How kitchens change, and that's where the you know basic family things take place. It's just such a bad video. But do you realize in the official video from the Billy Joel camp, it doesn't have the opening? Yeah, I had to look at the extended version. What's that all about? I don't know. Why would they cut that out? I don't know. It's really weird. That's my favorite part of the song, the opening. Getting its footing going, I kind of like that part, and I don't understand it. Meanwhile, if you see him performing at the Grammy Awards in 1990. It's much better because that's the first time they started putting up all the pictures and everything they made. And they did a really good job of it. Yeah. And that's what it just should have been. And he wouldn't have even had to show up, which he clearly hates. He clearly so, hated it. That whole video, he looks really stiff. And maybe it's because like he's nervous about the fire behind him. This is right <laughs> after the Michael Jackson thing with the Pepsi commercial. Oh, that's true. That's true. And Billy was at this point clinging onto his hair. He knew it didn't have many more years. (laughs) 
Yeah, it's a really shitty video. And again, that director only worked one other time with Tom Waits. So he was out there, man. I mean, if you're working with that guy, you are out there. And then he never worked again. I don't know what made him choose this guy. There's no other information, but it's a another crappy video. It sucks that Billy Joel just has so many crappy videos. Well, he's got a lot of good ones too. And the ones after this got worse. So I guess we should name be happy one. This was... What's a good one? A good one? She's yeah. right on time. A zany Christmas story. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking about it, but that's still it's still weird. Pressure. Pressure's cool and weird. Yeah. All for Lena with the cocaine eyes. Oh my god. See, that's not even a video. <laughs> How about that that new version video of uh, uh piano man? It's, it's so horrible too. The old one's bad, the new one's bad. He stinks at videos. Maybe the new scenes from an Italian restaurant, the animated it, thing. No, that's even worse. That has nothing to do with him, though. Oh, the two no. versions of Piano Man. Yeah, the two versions of Piano yeah, Man. Yeah. Both horrible. Well, Dave, it's time for the trivia portion of the show. Do you have a stumper for me? Okay. It, you know what? This was very difficult. This should have been the easiest one to do trivia on. And it was the most I had. It took me two days to figure out what to do. And I'm not even sure if this is great, but it's interesting. When I say interesting, I mean, maybe it'll be fun. I don't know. In 2018, Billy Joel told a story when Sirius XM bought back the Billy Joel channel. He tells a story about his lone encounter with his childhood hero. Joel was at a Broadway play. And it turns towards the end of the show. His hero was exiting from his seats up front. Joel was a little further back. And as he passed this fella, the guy leans in and says briskly in his ear, Billy Joel, you have got to write a Broadway show. Let's talk. Billy Joel's hero. Now, who is this childhood hero Billy left out of his legendary list song, but Michael Stipe prominently mentions in his list song? That's your your clue. Oh. Okay, I think I got it. Is it is it Sing Man Ree? <laughs> yeah. What? That's not what I expected you to say. <laughs> is it Paul McCartney? No. Oh, and now I got to think of it's the end of the world. There's well, what's that name. It's the easiest one. It's the one, the only one everybody knows. And they probably oh, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Leonard Bernstein. Leonard exactly. Bernstein. Yes, yes bravo. <laughs> I was gonna say they must have done that in the movie, because it's the only word yeah. everybody knows from the song. So yeah, that's a true story about Billy Joel. And then when he was doing his Broadway show, the guy died, so he didn't have a chance to talk to him. Damn it, Bernstein. Meanwhile, I believe our friend Sarah Silverman is playing Leonard Bernstein's sister in a movie coming out very shortly with Bradley Cooper. Oh, and Leonard Bernstein is related to me through marriage very distantly. Is that right? Yeah. So maybe your family is in this new Leonard Bernstein movie. Yeah, Sarah should probably talk to me to get a sense, like, if she's a method actress, she should, like, meet my family and understand. Yeah, yeah. All right, <laughs> I'll make that happen. Okay. Uh, do you have a trivia question for me? And was it as difficult for you to find one, ironically, for nothing but trivia and this whole lyrics? And yet. I know I, I found one pretty quickly. I think this is interesting. Maybe you'll oh. know it. Maybe you won't. Seven years before Billy Joel wrote about Charles Starkweather, 
Mm. What contemporary of Billy Joel wrote a song about him in 1982? This is the guy who went on the killing spree with his 14-year-old girl. Yeah, yeah. John Lennon? No. John Lennon was already dead in 1982. Oh, because that album came out posthumously. Okay. What contemporary? Elton John? No, but you're getting closer. It's someone who's of big stature that people compare to Billy Joel. Yeah, I said Elton John. Yeah, but not that one. (laughs) And here's a hint. The Starkweather murders took place in the Midwest region of America. John Cougar. (laughs) No. John Mellencamp? Think of someone who had an album named after a state in the Midwest. Oh, Bruce Springsteen. Yes. The song song Nebraska. The song Nebraska that the album is named after is about this these murders. Wow. Oh, I didn't know. Wow. I didn't know that. That's fascinating. I think people I thought that was pretty cool. That is pretty cool. I thought did people call that his worst album? Springsteen? I don't know. I don't I don't know anything about this. Yeah, I don't really know anything. I know they I'm a Billy Joel guy. (laughs) I feel like there's one they just always make fun of, but I'm not sure which one it is. Don't tell anyone I said that. As long as he's in tight jeans, I don't care. Hello. Well, Dave, this is normally where we would have the Weird Alon parody, but this is We Didn't Start the Fire. And like we've talked about, there have been a million parodies on every topic you can imagine. So obviously, uh, what could we do? Everybody loves you now Somewhere along the line Falling of the rain Got to begin again You look so good to me She's got away And tomorrow is the day Ain't no crime, you're my home Billy the Kid rode alone Piano man, Captain Jack Traveling prayer if I only had the words, weekend song we haven't heard, root beer rag entertainer, angry young man. He is the greatest writer. There's so many songs and just a few went wrong. He shouldn't have retired. There's so much to say, but then he went away. Say goodbye to Hollywood. New York state of mind is good. Serenade or souvenir, Los Angelinos. Miami 2017, everybody has a dream. Get it right the first time, just the way you are. All you want to do is dance, victim of circumstance, stranger. Where was I stiletto? Why, Judy, why? Tell them you're in love again. December song will never end. Oyster Bay, Siegfried Line, Christmas and Fallujah. He is the greatest writer. There's so many songs and just a few went wrong. He shouldn't have retired. There's so much to say, but then he went away. Moving out, Zanzibar, Big Shot, Orchestra, Roberta James, Highland Falls, the Mexican Connection calls. Sometimes a fantasy, still rock and roll to me. Honesty until the night. Uptown girl, you may be right. Oh. I don't want to be alone in a room of our own. Careless talk, all for Lena, you were the one. Close to the borderline, she's always right on time. Josephine, easy money through the long night. He is the greatest writer. There's so many songs and just a few went wrong. He shouldn't have retired. 
There's so much to say, but then he went away. Scenes from a restaurant, only the good die young. Christy Lee, baby grand, mulberry man. Modern woman, Allentown, great suburban showdown. Longest time, journeys end, don't ask me why. Rosalinda crossed to bear, not her style, half a mile, famous last words, oy vey. What else do we have to say? He is the greatest writer. There's so many songs and just a few went wrong. He should have retired. There's so much to say, but then he went away. Stormfront, Leningrad, State of Grace, No Man's Land, When in Rome, Shades of Grey, All About Soul. Sleeping with the television, lullaby in 52nd, last of the big time, Rosalinda's back again. Code of silence this night, leave a tender moment, getting closer, Saigon, winter crossing China, river dreams, extremes, minor variations, Vienna, love these days, down in our Alexa! He is the greatest writer, there's so many songs and just a few went wrong, he should have retired. There's so much to say, but then he went away. Well, folks, that was We Didn't Start the Fire. If you like our podcast, be sure to go to Apple and give us five stars. We release new episodes every Tuesday, so make sure you hit subscribe so you never miss a single song. Follow us on social media at Billy Joel A to Z and give us some feedback. How do you feel about this song? Are you a Bananos or a Gamboa? Do you think Billy Joel is the greatest songman, or is it Songman Reed? Are you a Pepsi person, a Coke person, or can you just not take it anymore? And are you excited that we squeezed handball into our parody? Handball! Handball! (laughs) Until next time, I'm Alon Altman. I'm Dave Juskow. And this is Billy Joel A to Z. (laughs) 